Hi, I'm Lori, and I want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. And I'm Rhonda. Lori and I are pastors here in Ottawa, Canada, and we're both wives, moms, and most importantly, daughters and servants of God. And it's our hope and prayer that you would have awakening moments with us as we wrestle through the hard things in life. Lori and I love that we can share our lives with you, so grab your tea or coffee and let's awaken our hearts together. So today we want to have a prophetic conversation concerning Canada. Yeah, yeah. We want to step into a bold space here today. And we believe that God has something to share with what we're sensing. And there seems to be a connected, um, just a feeling, a theme that we're both sensing in very different ways, but they're parallel together. Yeah, yeah. So and, it, and it's not just for us. And it's not just for like our team or our church. Like we sense that there is a prophetic call over Canada, over our country. Yes. For, for something that God has for us. And yeah, we have to get ready. We do have to get ready. And I think in this season, it is so easy. I think this is happening. Canada is taking on the actual things of other countries. Like it's right. actually taking on its identity of what we should be, how we should respond, what's happening from other countries. Canada's actually taking it on. And I feel like there is a strong word that God is saying, I have a specific call for Canada, a specific significance and identity for Canada. And it is not based on another country. It is significant. Canada is known, I believe prophetically as a country of healing and a country of peace. And I believe God is going to help Canada to move into the authority of making peace. Yep. Not just being peaceful, but being peacemakers and reconciliation. But Canada has a call of healing. And we want to just speak into Canada today. We want to push aside what's happening across the borders, push aside everything that we see globally and say, what is God saying to Canada? And what is God calling Canada to do and the Church of Canada to step into? And so this is kind of what we're sensing today. So get ready. This is what we're speaking into. And you shared a prophetic dream that you had had about a baby and that you were caring for a baby and you knew it was not your biological baby, but you were caring for it and you felt this call to nurture and to look after this baby. And as you were sharing this word for me, with me, it brought um, this stirring into my spirit. I've also been sensing a very different picture, but there is a strong parallel. But I sensed so strongly as you were sharing that, Laura, that it wasn't just like at the time we were sharing about our spirits, the call of the spirit and the flesh within us, that that's like the baby crying, that we need to respond and nurture that cry, drown out the voice of the flesh and respond to nurturing our spirit and feeding into the life of what the spirit has. I believe that God is also saying to Canada that he wants to bring a revival to Canada, that that birthing of a baby is souls. There is a call for revival that God is remembering Canada. God sees Canada and God has a plan that he has not forgotten Canada. We have not been just taken over by the shadow of maybe the giant of our neighboring country. We are actually a distinct country that God has a plan for. And there is a call for revival. So that baby, I believe, 
believe that when you were talking about that you knew it was not your biological baby, but close to your heart, I believe that God is going to bring a mighty revival of souls to Canada. And many pastors and churches are going to take on this huge influx of babies that are Christians. And when we're talking babies, this new swelling of new baby believers that maybe haven't come directly from their ministry over the years, but through this revival, they are going to adopt into their community, into their hearts, their nurturing and the care for these believers to grow and to know Christ. But church, I believe God is calling us to cry out for revival and to say, God, remember us, remember Canada, forgive us. We repent of our sin, heal our land, help us to step into what you've called us to do and bring revival to this country from sea to sea. May his glory be known. It's so powerful. Oh my goodness. I just, I, I love that. And that stirs my spirit up so much. And I'm starting to think about all of the words that have come over the last year or two about birthing. Yes, There's been words upon words upon words about birthing, 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 birthing. And there is a sense of new life that is coming, new life for Canada. And we just speak that over Canada. Yes. We speak the new life in the spirit over Canada. We speak God's salvation power over yes. Canada. We speak redemption over Canada. And and I agree, Canada is called as a nation of peace and peacemaking and a nation of healing. And I believe that he is calling us as Canadians. It's not, it's not a, a country thing as in it's not us, it's us. It's yes. Canadians that he's calling to be people of reconciliation, to be people of his healing, people of the supernatural, people that are called to walk in the supernatural power that brings healing to every aspect of a person, first spiritually, physically, in every single way, Relation, re relationships, yes. mental health. Yes. We're called as Canadians to be people that that manifests the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit to bring this to Canadians. But I believe it goes beyond Canadians. Yes. I believe it is going to be an impact the greater world. Now, again, I don't say that from a position of like arrogance or needing Canada to have some sort of spotlight or anything like that. But I do believe that over time, we have been under a sort of shadow or umbrella of whatever the the a bit of hiddenness a bit of hiddenness right even as a nation and as a country and um you know i heard a word recently from mark sayers just speaking a few things over Canada, which I felt some of them really, really resonated. But he talked about how Canada, so Mark Sayers is an Australian, but he studies lots of countries and just is knowledgeable about sort of the overriding sense of what's going on in the country. And, you know, he talked about how Canadians are by nature, more humble people. Like they just are, they're not really looking for a lot of attention or fanfare or spotlight. And it's true. Like generally speaking, Canadians tend to be peaceful people, pleasant, polite, you know, humble. They don't really think highly of themselves or, but he said, there's a confidence coming. There's a confidence mm. in the Lord that needs to come that in that humility, that's the posture of the way of the kingdom. Humility yes. is yes. the way of the kingdom. Like it, we, we have a God given advantage as a humble nation 
because humility is the way of the kingdom and it's the way that we're called to walk. But he just spoke and he said, there needs to come a confidence in Mm. that humility Mm. to begin to take a bold step into what God has prepared you for in the world, in your calling, in your identity, in your destiny. And I I agree. I agree. And I feel like God is preparing us for that. I believe that all of this preparation time and all of this readiness is about rooting our confidence Mm. deep in who God is so that we can stand firm in the midst of, again, our country and our world to say, I have decided to follow Jesus. That resolve Mm. is going to be sort of the rock that we've based and built our life upon. And in the midst of lots of turmoil that's happening in the world and lots of turmoil that's around us, listen, we don't need peacemakers unless there's unrest. That's right. That's right. We don't need peacemakers unless there's unrest all around and there is unrest everywhere. And so there is a call to rise, to, to stand and resolve in who we are in Christ and to say, no, I am going to fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. I am going to stand firm in who God is, lift his name high and be people of reconciliation and people of healing. That is so powerful. And, you know, we are a country of many nations. And it does say, like, I do believe the healing and the reconciliation that is happening, the spiritual um, DNA that God has put on Canada is for the nations. That healing will trickle out to the nations. Not like we're saying because we're more important. It's because we actually represent all the nations. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We are in one country. Yes of like so many nations and it's one of the things we love and we embrace and so that is exactly healing for the nations salvation for the nations we're believing it's going to flow from canada and you know as you were talking about the birthing i had a picture probably about three weeks ago in my time with the lord and it was a first in a like i totally i've been i know those who've been following the podcast i've been talking about going to the beach house it's a place i go to with the lord every day and i spend my time watching walking along a beach talking with god and he just speaks into my life that's our intimate time and about three weeks ago it just completely changed when i went to spend time with the lord i was in a boat and i was with jesus and we were just talking and i just felt this commissioning about the gospel and about sharing the gospel and the heart of God that not one would perish. And this end time revival, I could sense it was about revival, that God's heart is to outpour his spirit, not to just for, you know, for feel good or for this high momentum and emotionalism. It is about salvation. People truly repenting and seeing their desperate need for God coming on their knees and receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that this would sweep across the nation. And I felt like was Jesus was talking to me, this commissioning of go into the world and make disciples, preaching the good news and how God's heart is to bring salvation. And it is a call as we're feeling like this We've, it's almost like the clock has switched to another day. I feel like we're in a different era. We don't know when the end is. It could be five years today, tomorrow. Like we don't know. Right. But we are, I feel like we've come into an end time era and we don't know how long that is, but I feel like the clock, it just moved. Like it literally, the times have changed. And I felt like God, his heart was, my heart is that none would perish. My mercy, my love. And I'm going to pour an outpouring into Canada to bring souls to me because it's my heart that not one would perish. And as I was talking with Jesus, I literally 
saw this huge laugh, like saw him starting to laugh and this joy come over Jesus' face and heart. And he began to look at me and it was like he got right into my face and he said, Ron, did you want to fish? Do you want to fish? And as I looked out, I could see all these fish coming to the surface of the water and jumping out of the water. And as they were jumping, the joy in Jesus's heart was to fish that he even said to his disciples, you are fishermen, but I'm going to make you fishers of men. And that is about salvation. And in this open vision, I saw these fish coming to the surface that now is a time of harvesting. Now is a time of the harvest. And it is the absolute joy of God, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit to see people come to relationship with him. And that is, it says in in the scriptures that all heaven rejoices when one soul comes into the kingdom repents. And so I believe that this salvation is going to be filled with so much joy. We are going to join with heaven and for Canada, get ready. Are you ready to fish? Are you ready to fish? And as we, these fish come into the boat, (laughs) I believe that's exactly, we're going to nurture and care and feed and do all of these things. What God has for us in this season, it's just going to be an influx of fish We use fish because that's what even Jesus talked about, fishers of men. And so I just feel like Jesus saying to Canada, are you ready to fish? And as he says that, there is joy and excitement and a partnership. He is so excited to do with Canada. So Canada, get ready. The fish are coming to the surface. And all he's going to say is cast your net there cast your net here and it's going to be supernatural. Start to study the scriptures about fish in the New Testament. Just start to study what Jesus did with fish and he multiplied fish. He cooked fish. Like when you think of when he was first resurrected, the analogy, that relationship, like the fellowship, like we're not cooking fish, you know what I'm saying? But all the things that Jesus did with fish around the water or in the boat, it is, I feel like there is something right now in this era that God is saying, get ready to fish and get ready to experience my presence, my intimate presence, like you've never experienced before. And so this is what's going to happen. The manifest presence of Jesus and salvation. So I'm ready to fish. I feel it in my spirit. I feel it. That is so exciting. But I honestly think that's why there is such a call to readiness in this season. Because I think that the enemy has upped his game too, Absolutely. to prevent this from happening, but not just to prevent it from happening, but to prevent us from experiencing it. I, I, I feel too that there is this call to war, to awaken to the war that, again, the spiritual war of our flesh and yeah. our um, our spirit within us, the war, uh, the supernatural war that's all around us of darkness versus light. Like this is all happening at the same time. And there is just as just as convinced as we are of what God wants to do is just as convinced as the enemy is that he can thwart this. Absolutely. And so if we believe that, if we align with that deception, if we align with what he is speaking and those accusations that he relentlessly will throw at us, the obstacles, the tensions, the darkness that's all around us, if we give into that, give way to that, we'll miss, we'll be distracted. We won't see what it is that God is doing. There really is a call to um, like, to holiness and obedience like never before. Mm-hmm. There's a call to, like, we cannot, we 
cannot allow even one iota of sinfulness to be in our lives and our spirits to give birth to more, to, to take up residence, because there is such a uh, there's such a war. There's such a battle. There's so much at stake. There's so much at stake and there's such a battle yes, over each yes. one of our lives, over each one of our lives as we walk in this. You know, I... You, you don't have to be you don't have to be a genius to look around and see that we are in a time of great great darkness yet there really is this sense for Canada to awaken in the dark awaken in the dark in the midst of the dark and I believe God is giving us eyes to see in the dark you know when you wake in the dark and mm. at first you can't see anything like it's so black but your eyes begin to adjust mm. to the darkness and you can mm. start to see you can start mm. to see things in the dark i i feel like that is even a picture of what's happening right now that the enemy wants the darkness to blind us but god actually wants us to awaken in the dark so that we can actually see mm. what he's doing what the enemy is doing see the tactics of the enemy so that our eyes can actually adjust in the darkness and God will give us eyes to see what's really happening so that we can expose what's happening in the darkness. There is darkness that's pressing all around, but God wants to give us, and he is, he's giving us eyes to see. We just have to ask him. We just have to pray. We just have to align our spirits to that. And I think there really is something symbolic about even physically in the natural awakening in the dark, Mm. that, that, there's a call in our spirit to awaken in the dark, to pray in the light, to watch the physical light of day come into the day because it's a reminder of the faithfulness of God. It's a reminder that every single day, no matter how dark it is, that God is faithful, that he has already won. Mm. He's already won over the darkness. We just get to align with the winning side. But, but there is darkness on the earth still at work. And so we have to be ready and we have to be aware of it. I think that God wants to give us as Canadians pictures and revelations in the dark because the dark is not dark to the Lord. He says it right in the Psalms. Dark is not darkness to the Lord. (laughs) Like, And he wants us to see that, to align that. I believe that we must waken in the dark because it's a symbolic picture of spirit readiness. And the Lord reminded me of the wise and the foolish virgins. Five were ready. They were awake in the dark and ready and alert and prepared. And I think too, this is a time of preparation. We must be ready, ready in the dark for the king to come in the in all of his glory, in all of his light. And sometimes I think about the, the virgins that weren't ready, the ones that, that, the scriptures call foolish. Why weren't they ready? Were they too busy? Were they distracted? Were they prioritizing other things? There's a call. There's a call in the distance and we've got to train our spirit to hear the call and we need to be ready. We need to be ready and prepared to train for the war over our soul that has distracted us from this preparation time. We need to condition and train so we'll be ready for when the bridegroom comes. It doesn't matter when it is. It doesn't matter if we ever see it in our earthly lifetime. This preparation is part of our preparation for eternity. Yes. 
Amen. Like that's what we're being called to in this season. It's not just for the here and now. It's a call to prepare for eternity. And we need mm-hmm. to purify our hearts, cleanse our souls with repentance because the bridegroom is holy and he's coming for a pure and spotless bride. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that that isn't about our earning, our works, our doing it perfectly. I'm so thankful that that is completely about what Jesus has already done for us totally. and appropriating that mm-hmm. in our life. Five were ready, five were not ready. Five were awake and prepared and five missed him. And the call to awake and be alert and prepare for the bridegroom is so exciting. There's an anticipation in this season of what is to come. And it's honestly, it's thrilling and purposeful. And every day I awaken, you and I talk all the time about just bursting with excitement and anticipation. But five out of the 10 missed the call. What if five out of the 10 don't hear the call because the noise in their head is already too loud? Jesus desires that not one would miss the call Mm. that is coming over our spirits again and again and again. It's not, it's not this like contest and only the best win. Jesus wants not one and he's going to give invitation after invitation after invitation. There's nothing you could ever do to miss it. He is calling people to himself. He doesn't want anybody to miss it because of the noise, because of sin or unworthiness. He wants every single one of us to be with him. Five will hear the call, but before it's too late, before it's too late, we have to join together. We have to pray. We have to keep inviting people to come. The five virgins could not just give the foolish virgins the oil because we all have to do the work of preparation and readiness ourselves. Mm -hmm. We can't just give for someone else some oil. We have to do this work. We have to train for ourselves. We have to prepare ourselves and we have to bring many along, many along. And this is the call for Canada. This is the call. This is the training. This is the preparation so that we can bring many along so we can save many souls. There is a great harvest coming. Wow. So So this is, this is it. This is the hour. Like God is revealing right now to Canada. This is the time church to dig in. You're in it to dig in to war for your spirit to war for the significance that God has you in the body of Christ. Yes. Every single one of us. We are Canada. Yes. We are Canadian. This like, I love how you said that. That's not just this big overarching. It's each of us stepping into that and to prepare our hearts and to ready ourselves in war because we know that the enemy is opposing. If he sees, he sees the spiritual realm. He sees what's happening. He senses it. He, and he's going to do everything he can to oppose what God is going to do. But God's word will not return void. It will go and do what it's accomplished to do. And the word of God is meant to bring salvation. The gospel of Jesus Christ is salvation, the hope of the world. And so Canada, you are the church of Canada to dive in with all that you are with that resolve to follow Christ, to start with that resolve inside to be like, I serve one King. I live for his kingdom. I am ruthless with sin. 
I am ruthless with anything that would come to attack what God has asked of me to walk in that identity and in his spirit. Be ruthless with that because a harvest is coming and the hour is now that we are to come together as churches and ours now as one church across Canada to come together in unity, believing for salvation and getting ready to fish. But to get ready to fish, there's a preparation needed. And this is a preparation that God is doing because when it's time to fish, we are going to be all in discipling and raising and lifting up and ministering and nurturing. So right now is a preparation time because the time is short. Like we've said, the hour we are in a different era, but God's heart is that none would perish, not one. And it is mercy, his call is that all would come into his kingdom, into his love. And so church, Canada, you are in a preparation season for a great harvest, a great harvest. And this is the time to persevere, persevere. Do not grow faint. Do not lose heart. Do not lose sight, but persevere in the preparation of your heart. That is perseverance because we have a purpose and we have a greater picture ahead. And that is our goal is to see the name of Jesus Christ declared from sea to sea. And that is the call of Canada. We will see salvation in this country. In Jesus name. So good. I have these two pictures in my head. I see people everywhere, all over our country in their own homes by themselves, training, doing jumping jacks, push-ups, like this physical picture, but of people being ready on their own, being getting ready on their own because of isolation, because, you know, there isn't this idea uh, that we can gather right now, but I can also see the great gathering. There is coming a gathering. There is coming coming back together um, of the readiness is going to come back together as we're ready. The harvest, all of that. I can just like see these two pictures in my head, people by themselves. I can see like, you know, even in isolation in like a country setting, but you're on your own, but you're training as if you are with other people. You know, it's like, you know, it's like we know that we're not alone, but we're doing it alone, but we're not alone. We're not alone at all. And there is going to be a grand and glorious coming together. And I can see both of these things Mm. sort of playing out in this season. And it's exciting. Like, it's so exciting. But we have to get ready for the great coming together. We have to get ready for the great harvest. But the getting ready does require the discipline of doing it on our own, of doing it on our own. But we're not actually alone. We're actually not alone at all. We're all doing it. It's like I can see the whole nation. I can see so many people readying themselves, preparing themselves, training themselves, submitting their body to training in order to be ready. It's such a beautiful picture. We're not alone. We're not alone. We might feel alone. The enemy wants you to feel like you're alone. The enemy wants you to feel like it's it's pointless. Why are you doing this? Why are you sacrificing in this way? It is not pointless. We're all doing this together. You are not alone. And it is for a grand and glorious purpose. So keep at it. Do not lose heart. Keep going. Keep going. You've got this. God's with you. You're not alone. We're in this together. Woo! Yes! Oh, we were born for such a time. So we're getting ready. I love that. That is so good. That is so good. Well, today we just declare over Canada salvation, revival. We declare preparation, healing, yes, restoration, redemption, yes. and peacemakers. In Jesus' name, get ready, Canada. We're getting ready to fish.
have a wonderful we don't even have to end this love it <laughs> Woo. we love it we're fired up we're fired up we're all in we hope you enjoyed the podcast today it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a review you can follow us on instagram at awakening moments podcast and you will find Lori and i at Lori eitz boucher and Rhonda.corto. we'd love to connect with you 